Our Gemara today is based on two psukim, the one in Yonah and the one in Mishle. The one in Yonah is Vait Kasu Sakim Adam Vahbehema Vaikru El Elokim Bechoska. And the people of Ninveh covered themselves with sackcloth, um, the humans and animals. <coughs> they called out to Hashem with, with a lot of strength. And this is the piece that we've been discussing quite, for quite a, a bit in this Gemara. And every person did tshuva and returned from his bad ways. And from the theft which was in their hands. That's the one verse. And the other is in Mishle, in Proverbs, in Perikachet. If one covers up one's wrongdoings, one will not be successful. One has to confront one's wrongdoings, one has to acknowledge them. But if one acknowledges what one has done wrong, and one lets go of it, then there will be mercy, that person will experience Hashem's mercy. So the Gemara says, says on these psukim, What is this theft in their hands that they had, they had to do tshuva from? Amar Shmuel. Shmuel says an important principle. Even if a person steals a beam of wood and builds it into a skyscraper, it's necessary for him to undo the entire building and to return this beam to its owner. If he wants to do tshuva, if he wants to be redeemed from the theft, he's actually got to demolish the building, recover the beam, and return it to the owner. Omar Barahava, Adam Avero, Barahava extends this principle to a person who has in his hand any Avero, not theft specifically. and he acknowledges, he does vidu, I've done such and such which was wrong. But Ve'enu Choserba, he doesn't stop doing it. He doesn't do tshuva. He doesn't let go of this, of this practice that he's, that he's done, which is an avera. What is that like? That's like a man who's holding on to a sheritz, to a dead um, insect in his hand. Even if he goes to the mikveh, in all the mikvehs in the world, the best mikvehs in the world, and all the waters and oceans in the world, it doesn't help. Zrakomiado, if he throws it away, if he lets go of that sheritz, the moment he uses merely 40 sa'ah, which is a small quantity of water, immediately the tvila works and he is tahori, he's been purified. And that's that second pasuk that we learned. If a person acknowledges and then he lets go of the avera, Yerucham, he will be redeemed, he'll have tshuva. Uh, another posuk to indicate the same idea. Uh, interestingly, there's a parallel Gomorrah in Gitin, in Daphne where the Gomorrah brings a machloket Beit Shammai in Beit Hillel, on this very case of Gazal Mirishu Bevira, a person steals a beam and builds it into his skyscraper. Beit Shammai says, as Shmuel says in our Gemara, that you've got to undo the whole building and return the beam to the original owner. The original owner can only claim the value of the beam. 
he cannot enforce the demolishment of the building in order to recover the actual beam. Why? Mishum takanat shavin. That's a law that the rabbis instituted to make it easier to do tshuva. Because we were afraid that if you required the person to undo, to demolish the whole building, he would never do it and he would never return the, the beam and he wouldn't acknowledge the, the, the wrongdoing and he would live with the Savera all the time and wouldn't do tshuva. As Rashi says, If you require him to demolish his skyscraper and to return the actual beam to the original owner, he will withhold himself from doing tshuva. And in order not to have that situation, but to encourage people to do tshuva, the Rabbonin modified this law of Shmuel and of, Be- and, and of Beishamai and accepted that it would be sufficient to return uh, the money to the person. Um, and this law is passed in Shulchan Aruch. It's, it's passed by the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch in Choshim Mishpat Shin Sanach quotes the Rambam almost verbatim, basically, that even if you steal a beam and you build it into a massive skyscraper, since the beam has not been modified, the actual beam still exists, the Torah law requires that you demolish the building and return the beam. But the Chachomim legislated in order to encourage that you should give the, the amount, the value, and not necessarily demolish the, the building. Um, What's interesting is that the riff, uh, we, we've talked so often about the riff as, as one of the three real pillars of Pesach Halacha. We've got the riff and the Rosh and the Rambam, and they are the three pillars of, of Halacha that are brought together in the Tur. So the riff on that Gemara in Gittin says, um, that you can, if you've built a beam into a building, you can give back the value. And he brings Beit Shama in Beit Hillel, and clearly we would paskin like Beit Hillel that ein lo ela de mei merisho takanata shavim. So the Rif paskins, as does the Rambam and then the Shulchan Aruch, uh, that in this case you only have to give back the value of the beam. But interestingly, the Rif on Algamor in Tainis says the following: Umina Hamas Hashem bechapehem. What is this Hamas? This theft that was in their hands? Ma'u Umina Hamas Hashem bechapehem. Amar Shmuel. You've got to take down the whole building and return the beam to the original owner. And the riff mentions nothing of the Takanata Shavim. He doesn't reference this at all. He doesn't refer to Beis Hillel's law, which we pass in La that you don't have to give the original beam back. You only have to give the value back. What does the riff mean by that? So here is a great example. There's some very important principles in Halacha that we see here. The one principle in Halacha is the role of a Dirabonin, that the um, Rambam, the Shukhanoch, make it very clear that from the Torah's perspective, you've got to take down the building. And that's the truth. That's the essence of it. But the Chachomim say that just doesn't work in society. The role of the legislation of the Chachomim is to take principles of the Torah, which are absolutely ideal, and make them practical, although not always ideal. The ideal is to give back the original the original beam, because there's theft attached to that beam. That beam never escapes the fact that it was a stolen object. But in order to make it easier, the Chachomim use their, their authority to allow the thief to return the value, which is better than nothing. At least that way the, um, the original owner is, is compensated and the thief can do tshuva. 
So that's the one thing is we see the, the relationship between the laws of the Rabbonin and the laws of the Torah. Uh, but we also see something else that's important in Aracha. In Aracha, it's important not only to look at content, but also to look at context. And the context of the Gemara in Gittin and the Gemara in Tainis are very different. The context of the Gemara in Gittin is the civil claim that the thief, that the person, the victim, has on the thief. And there, Beis Hillel says, strictly speaking, the victim can claim the original beam, even if that requires the demolishment of a building that was built on, on a stolen beam. Uh, but the Gemara in Tainis is not talking... Uh, that, that strictly speaking you've got to do that, but the Chachomim came along, and that's the law of Beit Hillel, that you can give back the value and the value is sufficient. That's the law of civil claims, that from the perspective of a civil claim, the victim can only claim the value in terms of Takanat shavim. But the Gemara in Tainis is not talking about civil claims. The Gemara in Tainis is talking about how to do tshuva, how to repent, how to correct the past. And that's very different. And on that the Rif says, if you really want to do tshuva properly, you've got to rid yourself of that stolen object which lies at the foundation of this building. The whole building is built on something corrupt and, and ethically rotten. And if you really want to do tshuva, you demolish the building and you remove the beam and you give the beam back to, back to the original owner. In fact, I would suggest that that is the psak of the Rambam as well. The Rambam follows the riff as he usually does. And the Shulchan Aruch, quoting the Rambam, also follows that, because why else would the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch even mention that Din Torah Hu that the Torah law is that you've got to demolish the building and return the beam? Why tell us that? The Shulchan Aruch just tells us what the actual law is. The actual law is you give back the value. That's all you need to do. Yet even in Choshen Mishpat, in the law of civil rights of between two parties, the Shulchan Aruch still goes out of his way to say, as quoting the Rambam, that the real Dim Torah, if you know the, want to know the truth of what it's really all about, you should undo the building. It's just because that's not practical and will discourage people from doing tshuva. The Chachomim Institute instituted a leniency which you can rely on. But what the Rif is telling us in Tanit is if you really want to do tshuva properly with Shamaim, this is in terms of civil rights, you just have to give the value back to the victim and you're done. But that doesn't completely cleanse and purify you from the Avera of Gezel, from the sin of theft. For that, you would actually have to take the, the building down. And that's something important in, in life in general, that very often we, we hold on to things that are negative. We hold, of, hold on to things that have negative connotations, that negativity is attached to it. And it doesn't have to be theft, although it can be theft. Uh, there's an idea which we stole from somebody else and we never credited the, the author of the idea. We just took it for ourselves. Uh, and one walks around with that stolen idea. The idea is stolen. Um, and so it is with uh, any negative thought or feeling or, or judgmental attitude to another person or resentment uh, about what somebody did or didn't do or a pekiyah b'chavod, somebody who um, diminished one's honor and one's dignity and one walks around and carries around this around with one. Or it can be a fear, a worry, a concern that's not necessary to have. These are negative forces that we carry around with ourselves. And we see from here the importance of letting go, the importance of uh, of ozev, modet. It's not sufficient to confront the fact that I have a negative thought. That's the first step. 
step. I've got to acknowledge I'm carrying around something negative. But then v'ozev yirucham, one will be comforted and repaired through the act of letting go. Just letting it go. Uh, And the extent to which sometimes you have to let go, we see from this din, uh, that even a skyscraper that just has one beam in it that is rotten, one should undo the skyscraper. And so in analyzing one's own life, when you see something that's built on a negative idea, something that's built on a negative feeling, dismantle the whole thing and rebuild it without the negativity and see what a difference that makes in the Hatzlacha and the success of what it is that we're doing. This is something that's worth trying out right now. Take out a piece of a pencil and a piece of paper and write down just one. Pick one negative thing you're carrying around with you. Some one piece of resentment or judgment or anything that you can think of that is negative that you don't need to be carrying about with you. And Go through the, the process of moder, of acknowledging it, confronting it. This is the negative thoughts or feeling that I'm carrying around with me. Ve'ozev. And try to let it go. Just let it go. Imagine it disappearing into the sky and blowing out into the distance and disappearing out of sight. Actually go through a visualization and let go of that negativity and see what a difference it makes uh, in how you feel and how you're able to move forward.